0: and welcome back to Inside Art Scroll where the books you read and the people who write them come to life today we are joined by a very special guest Rav Yitzhak David Grossman about whom a biography living legend has just been written thank you Rav Grossman for joining us from Eretz Yisrael from your home in Migdal O'Emec it's a pleasure and an honor to speak to you thank you for
1: everything you know, our scroll is 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 one from the biggest kiddush Hashem to brought Torah for Am Yisrael. and thank you for everything.
0: Well, thank you for giving us the honor of being the publishing house to release this fantastic book. If I may say so myself, it's one of the most inspiring biographies that I've ever read, and I'm sure readers who are getting their hands on the book now will feel the same. Many people have heard snippets of your life story but before we get into specific questions that I'd love to ask you give us a little background going back almost 50 years when you first got to Migdalamech. some people may know the details but for those who don't tell us a little about how a sixth generation Yerushalmi the son of Rabbi Yisrael Grossman ended up in Migdal building an empire of Torah and Kirov
1: what happened, I've been born, like you mentioned, sixth generation in Israel, in Mea She'arim, Batei Varsha. My father was born from the greatest Goinim from Jerusalem. And in the Six-Day War in 1967, before the war, everybody is afraid that Israel is going to be finished. Because the all Arab nations attacked in one time Israel, Egypt, Syria, Lebanon, Jordan, everybody that has a passport left Israel. I can explain the pachat, the frame. God makes a miracle in six days. We succeed Egypt, we succeed Jordan, Syria, Lebanon. The most important, we take back the old Jerusalem. A couple of weeks later, Shavuos, the army, 10 o'clock in the morning, opened up the gate, Jaffa gate, to the Kotel. To give you a, a feeling, thousands of thousands of thousands of people waiting by the gate. At 10 o'clock, everybody's running, don't know who is the Kotel. One says, left, left, right, and go. I've been between these people, that are running to the Kotel. I come to the Kotel, what can I tell you, the feeling is I, I hope the Mashiach will come will have the same feeling. Because I grew up here, Nick, in home, only the Kotel, my, my mother used to go every day before the war and after the war, by the way, after 67, 30 years, my mama, my my mother, Every single morning, go to the cotel. Every 30, more than 30 years, winter, cold, she's going to stay by the cotel, say the old Telem. But in home, I hear the cotel, cotel. And here, I stay by the cotel. I say to myself, what can I give back a gift, a thankful for God, for this miracle? Ten days before everybody thinks to finish. and here, you stay by the cotton, I say to myself, What is the most important for HaKadosh Baruch Hu Taking care of his kids. Okay, in Yerushalayim, Me'asharim, in Yerushalayim you have Chassidim, Talmideh HaChomim, you have Bnei Brak, you have many, many, but you have places that no nothing is there. Especially Migdala Emek in this time was the worst place in Israel. Crime and drug, every day in the paper, a soldier that lives in Migdala Emek is ashamed to say that he lives here. If you ask him where you live, he lives near, near Afula. I decided I will take one hill and I will go to Migdala Emek to val- volunteer myself to work with the youngsters. Their background was because where I live, in Mea Sharim, between Mea Sharim and the old city, you have a, a, a village called Musrara. For Moroccan people, very, very hard place. You know, the Black Panthers, they come from there. And since I've been 16 years old, I used to go and, and, and speak to the boys and invited them to my home. I have a feeling for this Faradim, I have a feeling. Because then, I decided I was very close, not close, I was a hostage for the Lelabarabes, Yoganale, you know. I go to the rabbi and I say, this is my idea. I want to have permission from the rabbi. The rabbi says, go, and it will be success. I was I was in this time 22. I was just married, and I come to my wife, and I say, I want to go to Migdala Emig. And she says, go and see, and if you like, I will come after you. I come to Migdala Emig. I was naive, you know. Every, I come from Mea Sharim that every building is a kole, yeshive, talvatore. I come there, I ask, who is the yeshiva. They look at me, but yeshive, talvatore, Who can I find the youngsters? to say the disco. Disco, I never hear disco in my life. In Mea Sharim, you don't hear disco. I think maybe it's a new new system for a yeshiva called disco. I go to the disco yeshiva. I come in, I see poor in the middle of the day. <laughs> The night, dancing girls, boys, papa, right? But when I come in, they became a shock. A rabbi, a, rabbi, a couple which comes in. They, they don't know what happened. They think maybe I look for a minion, for Kaddish, I don't know what. I say to them, I come here, I want to live with you. They can't believe. Everybody dreams to go to Yerushalayim. You come from Yerushalayim, you? yes, of course, you're my brother, you're my brother, I want to be with you. And I used to go every night to the disco, I have my corner, uh, my and they used to come and ask questions and feelings and tell, that, um, like a magnet, this is ma- something for
0: the heaven. Now when, Rabbi Grossman, when, when you got married, and you sat with your rebbitson and she asked you what you wanted to do with your life, what did you tell her at that point? 'Cause she obviously when she married you, she didn't think she was moving to Megdalaiman. Of
1: course. I when I been married for my father, Oliver Sholom Tzadik, he made the uh, uh this time a problem because the old Hinuchatsmoy was still the the, uh, the 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 great from A the Great. After the the Great Has Kita they left. One time was a sifa in Moetzes Gdoila Toir. And my father stay up and say, you put in so much work in for the children from Kita Aleph till Kita Chet, till the eighth grade. What, it, what will be later? We need to do something. Okay, they decided we're going to build Mesiftes. My, my father was in America together with Rav Sholem Shvadron. They stayed by Rav Avrom Kron. They come back and they built Mesiftes. And just when I was married, I met my wife, The plan was that I go to be a Maggid in this Mesifte. And this is what happened. A year before the war, I started to be a Maggid This is the plan, to be a Maggid in in learning and give Shi'urim. never thinking this is a big dilemma.
0: Did you ever feel bad over the years that you never got to live your dream of becoming a Maggid Never. (laughs)
1: Never. Because, thank God, in this who let me come to Migdalamik today may have more than 22,000 graduates from Migdalalo and the old 220,000 have many Mags and if not Migdalalo we will not need the Mag then the Migdala build that you need to have Magchi.
0: The most amazing part I think of your takeover so to speak of Migdalamic is that your biggest antagonists, the people who should have been most against you ended up coming around to your side. I know that there is a story about when you first moved to Megdalemak you sold your apartment in your to get funds. Could you talk about that for a moment?
1: this story is very very a hard story to tell, but because the book says this I will tell us when I come to Migdala and tell you then I became they used to call me the disco rabbi they're making a, a israel with television in 1970, make a movie, an hour. The old Israel speaks about the dead the, the headline was the uh, disco, Rabbi. And through them, I started, became very involved with the old guys. They, they was involved in crime, in this, and started to walk in jails. But one day, I go in, in the street in Migdalimik, in one from the corners, I see beautiful cows. You know, Migdalemik is a poor place to have cars like America. What happened here? I asked, what happened here? They say, the Arabs people, because Migdalemik is only 10 kilometers from Nazareth. In around Migdalemic, you have many Arabs villages. And these guys, the boys there, the young fellow, they're working very, very hard. They don't go to the army. They make money. And they have beautiful cows, And they come here to take the girls from here for money when i hear this i became a shock you know you come from a holy home never thinking i say i ask who make the all who is, because i see that it's organized It's not only cars they are organized they go they come in to tell me somebody his name was pinches he organized he was the like el capone from this place I decided to, to go to this uh, Pinchas El Capone. I go to him home. You know, I say, I think the book is written, I, I, until today, I remember there was a, 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 a Romanian a couple dancers, old couple from Romania, speak Yiddish. And I go upstairs to this uh, El Capone, Pinchas, and I hear that the man, the dancer, said to his wife, the go gate to the goslin. <laughs> The rabbi is going to the gasland. Okay, I come in. I knock at the door. He open up the door. What are you looking? I say, what are you looking? I want to drink with you <laughs> He look at me all crazy. Well, I don't know what to do. Can, can I go in, drink with you you Okay, come in. I sit and I say to I come that you're doing this. You know what you're doing? You know what you're doing? You take girls, Jewish girls, and, and kill the all. Life from them. He says, this is my business. You look for business? You have many factories. Tomorrow I go to a factory. I will make you a job. I will work in a factory? If somebody tells me what to do, I knock him off the head right away. Okay. I tell him, what is your dream? Let's see. You don't want to work in 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 in, in factories. Give me your dream. Says if, if, I, if I will ever talk for myself, I can stay up every hour that I want. In this talk, I will uh, move uh, schor, uh, from place to place. I can make a living. This is what I like. But I I, I think of myself as the biggest mitzvah. I go back in Yerushalayim, and I don't tell my father. I, I have in Yerushalayim apartment that my father and my shver, I use say in English, the schwer, the um, the, in my, sister, my wife's father. He, he, uh, they they brought me an uh, uh, apartment in Yerushalayim, Rehov Chana, near, near the yeshiva from uh, Chubin. Then I, I, I sell the, my, my, uh, my apartment to somebody's somebody in, uh, in, in, from the Breslev Hasidim. And I take the money and I come, I come with the money. In in somebody oatmeal, I uh, I buy I buy a, uh, what they call a truck, a Volkswagen. And then I come to this pinches, and I tell him pinches, I have here here is the key. You have a truck, but palm smear that finished the whole thing. What happened till right now? I can't believe I can't believe this is true. I mean, maybe it's a dream. But it take and he started to clean up. Till today, 50 years, the Arabs have afraid to go in and make the He killed them. He kill me out. He put in every book. And, and this, this, that he became my friends, my right aunt, this helped me to have. It was what you call the power of the old guy. It was the Al-Khapunim. You, 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 lever-
0: you had leverage. You had leverage now. Right. And uh, how did your father and your father-in-law and your wife feel about the fact that you were taking this precious apartment in Yerushalayim and then you were selling it to get money to pacify some criminal Adam Magdalamek? The story is almost hard to believe.
1: Of course, my father was, uh, in the beginning, he cannot understand what I do. But, but, uh, but I, I, I explained him that, that in, in this money I saved so much girls from God down and everything but in later, later it, it takes me the whole life why I do this.
0: The truth is that the proof is in the pudding. We see that what you did was successful and as you said once you were able to bring that Al Capone onto your side you were able to attract other people. Now when you started visiting discos to be Makar of the youth, it was a very unconventional thing. People hadn't done it before. Were there detractors who told you, Rabbi Grossman, we don't do that type of thing? Did you have people telling you that what you were doing was somewhat off color?
1: Of course, of course. The first thing my friends from Meir Shorim from the not they can't believe, they can't believe what happened because I used to brought them. From time to time, the old guys to Yerushalayim, and they they see me around me, the Tzaddikim. They can't believe what happened here. But later, little by little, they see the success because what happened later, uh, uh, somebody from the guys tell me my brother is in jail. I say, your brother is my brother. Let's go visit in jail. I come to the jail, shut up. I go in 400 prisoners, Moshe, Yaakov, Yitzchak. I became broken. I go to the head from the jail, and I say to him, I want to come here twice a week to learning with the prisoners Pirkei Avot. I don't ask for money. I give, I I want to give what we call a voluntary. He says, okay, we started a program from learning with the prisoners. In Hebrew, they call this shaket, "shikum dat, rehabilitation to dat, to religious. Right away, this moment that I speak to you, this moment may have in the old prison, more than 1,000 prisoners. Right now, in the old prisons, they have yeshivas, sitting and learning. Through the years, may have from In from this, this brought me to be involved also in the jails. Later, after four years working in the jails, in the discourse, I understand that if somebody will take these guys in crime, and will take them in the right time, when they're 10, 11, and give them love, and give them education, they can be the best boys. They can be the Talmud home, everything. I tell every time this story that I make a Hanukkah party in jail, the first Hanukkah. I left the jail, I give a kiss, spontaneous, one from the prisoners. Three days later, I receive a postcard, card from the post. It says a letter, Rabbi, I've been the prison that you give him a kiss. I want that you know, this is the fourth time in my life. That I receive a kiss from somebody. When I hear this and see the letter, a man that is in the age 40 never receive a kiss, I say, Rabbi Lord, help me, I want to build a home for these girls and boys that never receive love and education and save them and start to go to find them in jail and rehabilitation and start to go to the parks and the discourse to find them there, let's take them at the right time. And in 1972, the start of Migdalor with 18 boys. In Baruch Hashem, today we have more, more, more than 22,000 20, graduates. Today, work in Migdalor, 900 people, 80% from them grew up in Migdalo.
0: So you start visiting Migdal regularly and then you decide to take a big step and you open up educational institutions. When did that take place and how did that develop?
1: After four years that I walk in the streets, in in the jails, in this, I understand that the most important to save this old idea from these boys and girls is not to wait when they go to the jail or the disco, or they go into crime, to drugs. Look for him when he's in the age 10, 11, because these guys, these kids, never receive love in education. And in 1972, we started the education, the Chinook, the, the with 18 boys. And from the 18 boys grew up, next year was 30, and then later and later, and like I tell you, today we have thousands of kids, we have tens of thousands of graduates. graduates. I mean, 80% that walk today in Migdalor, we have 900 people walking. 80% grew up in Migdalor.
0: I just wanted to mention that in, in the book it's mentioned and it's widely publicized that today you have, can I know her, 15 schools with something like 6,000 students. Right. 900 staff members. Knai Haru, we're talking about Mamish planting in a midbar 50 years ago to today, what's an, a virtual empire of Taira and Kirov.
1: I want to tell you a story, a little story. One from the boys, from these 18 boys, his name is Yossi Gigi. He comes from Tiberia, very broken home, very foul, very, very. And after two months, this boy comes to me and says, now I, <laughs> I leave. I can't stay here learning. It's not for me. I come home. I see what happening in home. I want to be left. I give him money. And I say, you have 15 minutes from this place, Dallo, till the bus station to Teveria. Take the money to go. But thinking these 15 moments, you, you're going to decide what will be with you, and your wife, and children, and grandchildren, this world, next world, everything in 15 minutes. After a hour, he comes back, he says, I think what you say to me, he gives him back the money. I became so so excited by him, that he's, he's, he's a misgaber. I go in in the, in the, in the, in the what you call it, in the, in the school, and I, I, I make a song right away. <laughs> this boy, Yossi Gigi, is today the Rosh HaKoylel in Migdalor for 150 Jungelite. He is at a big Talmud makes for him, and is very famous, in a, a year ago, he make a bar mitzvah of his grandchild. I come to the bar mitzvah and I see there around 100, 150 people. His kids, he has 10 kids, his colors, his eniklach, brothers, sisters, all, everybody. And I take a look and I ask him permission, Yossi, can I tell this story for everybody here? But the bar mitzvah says yes. I tell I started in 1972. Was a boy. I don't say his name. That he want to leave. I have, I tell him you have 15 minutes to thinking what will be with you, with your wife and children and everything. After them he comes back. And his, when I finish, I say you know who is the boy. I love here. I say Rabbi Yosef, look, these 150 people will not be exist if you live then into the very end. with this that you come by yourself misgabble you come back look in yourself you can inform you, look what you gra- what you what you build in this koyach that misgabble
0: of yourself you once told your father that when you look at these boys out of Migdalemek we're talking about decades ago all you see are neshamas right. that's all you saw you saw their souls you saw the panemias Right. And if I may say so, and I don't think it's a secret, that that's the recipe for your Hatzlacha. Because all you see are Neshamas. And right. the question I'd like to ask you is, how does a person acquire that ability to only see Neshamas?
1: I tell you, if you, you say every day in the morning, Baruch Elokeinu I thank you, God, that you created me for you, Anu. What means for Yuan? honor, I tell every time a story, I will make it shortly in my Droshes, that some time was a father in America and has a son in America and two sons in Israel, and is going to marry off his son from America. The two sons in Israel, one is, is rich, lives in lives in Kisaria, and one is a poor in Migdalaimik. He sent a letter to his rich son in Kisaria. You know your brother is going to be married next month in Waldorf Astoria. Please come you and your wife and your kids, everybody to the wedding. Take also your brother from Megdala Emek with his kids. And the father put in one in the letter, everything what you will spend for mine honor, I will pay you back. Oh, this guy the Israeli, the father will pay back. He takes his wife to Tel Aviv, to a boutique, in Dizengoff Center, brought the nice clothing for himself, the nice suit, the nice hat, The kids, for the kids, for his brother, in Migdala Emek, he don't buy no clothing, nothing. Only tell him, I have a ticket, and this and this day, we fly to America. Okay, they is coming, and allow, the two brothers, the family, going off the plane, they come New York. In New York, in Canada Airport, is waiting, the father, the Chosen, the Kale, and the chutonim. the force go out from the plane, this boy from Kisaria beautiful. His wife, that father says to his old, look my kids, look my grandchild. After them come out, the pool from Migdal the clothing is, is not to believe. He became a sheikh, what can he do? Okay, take him to the 13th Avenue, let's say Brooklyn, brought them the clothing, and finish. After the wedding, this son from Kisariah goes also to father. Father, you know how much cost me the whole boutique and the whole thing I spent? I wait for your check. The father says to him, you're a big boy. You can walk, you will make. You know how much overdraft I take for the whole spend? You will take care of yourself. Father, you promised me. I promise you. I have the letter. Show me the letter. Take the letter, and let's say, set them, let's read together. Everything what you will pay for mine honor, I will give you back. If you will think of mine honor, you will do for your brothers, wife, and children the same thing what you're doing for your wife and children the nice clothing. You spent your money for your honor. I never promise you that I will give you back for your honor, for mine honor. If you say, God says, okay, let's see. If you're working only for yourself, you've been a big Tzadik and an Ernik, okay. But if you're doing also, you brought the old people, they have not a chance to do this. This is the showing that you're doing for the annum. And the true is, in Exodus, Baal Shem Tov, tell us that every Jew is a neshomet te'oyron. Israel af al The every neshome is pure. The problem is the body, the nefeshah ba'amis. But if you come to him, you give him a feeling that you love him, you believe in him. You need only to. You know, one time I left my home Friday. I go down to the mikveh. I go to the mikveh. there's two, two streets from my home. I see somebody with a kova temple. You know that I had from the kibbutz. I never see him in Megdala. I go over. I tell him Shalom, Shalom. I see that you're a guest here, who you living. He says, I've been in kibbutz Ifat, next to Migdala Emik." I say to him, are you, you come to Ifat? He says his volunteer is from Canada, a Jew from Canada, Montreal, and he comes to work to in the kibbutz. I tell him, you have a relative in Israel, a brother, a sister, somebody? A he says, no. I say to him, I come that you say no. You have a brother here? Don't know that you have a brother? He looks to me, <laughs> what is I been your brother. I live here. Come. I take him in my home in my and I make a, a table, a kugel, in 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 cake. And then he said to me, oh, where are you going? I say, go to the mikveh. What is mikveh? I explained me, Shavez is coming before Shabbos. He said to me, can I go with you also to the mikveh? Please. He comes to the mikveh. I will never forget in my life. we dancing in the water. has that mimes. His, his face is like rape. I see Zaneshome. Okay, I became very close to him. Then he started to eat in the kibbutz. Only vegetarian. Finished eating treyph. In the last from a year, he disappeared. I don't see him. After six years, I was by the hotel and I see somebody goes with the wife. She has a shaitl and with a, a kid in the agala. And he sees me, Rav Grossman. I look, who is this man? This man. But he ended up, he left the kibbutz, go to Esh in Jerusalem, in Yerushalayim, became Mamish at Tarm in Yerushalayim. Mary al though everything happened one vote. You said to them, you have a brother. Every neshome, every Jew wants to be good. Depend on us. Are you speak to him? Are you give him the feeling? If he feels that you love him, then you can connect them and brought them back.
0: Speaking about connecting to the youth, your focus has been for decades on being like. people outside of the Torah community. But we're seeing today and for, I would say for the last decade or two that there's a significant number of youth within the Haredi community who we might call them disenfranchised or we might call them struggling. Over here in America some people call them kids at risk. Some people call them kids in pain. But whatever the case may be, we have children and teenagers in our Machana who are struggling with the Yiddishkeit, struggling with their connection to the Rabbi Nishalaylam. What advice do you have in bringing those youth closer to their heritage?
1: Not only advice, me doing Nase Nishmo seven years ago, come to me, Rabbonim from Yerushalayim, Bnei Brak. And say the same word that you say. You say you woke with the children all over Israel, but what will be with the kids? So they call us in Israel, they call them Noshrim, people that left the yeshivas in going down. They say to me, come one night to Kikar Achatulot, the, the, what you in English, you say, Kikar Achatulot, homo manglit, Kikar Achatulot, cats. Kikar, try a little. Kikar, Cats Square. Come to the Cats Square in Jerusalem in Ben Yehuda Street, and you will see what happened. I come there, I find not to believe. Maybe under tomorrow, boys and also girls from the best homes, religious Talmidei Chachomim from all. They left, they dared, the mamish go down. The same thing in Bnei Brak. The same thing in Beit Tal, The same thing in Elad. I decided, Baezus Hashem, we need to do something. God gives me a Mohashem Hashem, siyat I find a place near Beit Shemesh called Emek Ayala. After Beit Shemesh, a beautiful place under uh, what you call uh, dunam. This place was used years ago by the Black Panther. They have a power in the Knesset in this time, 20 years ago, maybe more, and they received a hundred dunam to make a place to rehabilitation from drugs. They build their caravans, but at the end, they themselves take drugs. The government closed the place, and this place is empty for 20 years. I take over the place, put in big, big money. I go back to be the Disco Rabbi like 40 years ago to t- take up my suit, sit with the boys in Ben Yehuda, buy a, a, a pizza, a cigarette, drinking, beer, speaking day and night, including them. We take 60 boys and I say to them, you will come, you will build you village you will build. I find a builder, not religious but he has a house. is ready to walk with his kids and they build a beautiful place called Zoharim. Zoharim after Bechemesh, a, a beautiful place for the youths from these kids, Noshri, from the religious homes. They build the, 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 with wood. With, uh, Everything is from wood. The, the the dormitory the beds the boy says this bed I build it myself right now may have there 110 boys may have seven years that finish boys you're not asking Israel today is a model what happened there in Zoharim from these boys they have their they have their the learning uh, what you call agriculture culture they have their uh, the many many ideas they have. there are chabatsu susim, what you call chabatsu susim, ma'am horseback riding for the for the horses you know of a place for the horses that they're they, they walking the learning regular and the learning you no know, but we have a special system we have hundred ten boys in the step is seventy people seven oh people all system I you walk with them with guides, not right now to explain you And this is the model. The last year, I decided to do the same thing for the girls. Girls is called Zoharot. We're taking a place in Migdala Emek. Right now, we have about 70 girls. Also from the best home they left. Today, today that I speak to you, I was in the school from these girls in Migdala Emek to give them matzahs. You see girls from the best homes, they have earrings here. They have earnings here and here and they have different but little by little you see the chance. You need many patience, patience impatience, impatience. It's all story to explain what happened. What we try to do, but it's not enough. We have so much in Israel and we have so much in America and in every place. There's a big Macaife. A big ma What we need to do, but right now we have every day But I tell you, 110 boys and 70 girls, but many, many to do.
0: So what should a yachid, an individual walking down the street, and he or she sees what the Rav called maisrim, who don't have a connection, what what should we do as yachidim? What can we do to bring them closer?
1: Speak to them. Speak. I will tell you a story, not to believe, if I have so much this story, but this happened. This week, today, is yoim hamishi. This week, I was in in Tel Aviv. Going to Tel Aviv, I go to the sixth road. You know, in Israel, you have the sixth road between the Tzafon and Tel Aviv, you know, the Kvishesh. Going to the road, big road, sixth road, they have a big restaurant in the middle of the place, and I stopped there for mincha. For mincha. I, I have not a chance to pray mincha before, in the time the shkia comes, no, you go out in the six, uh, 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 what you wrote, everybody is going, people mostly not, and I look for Minyan, then I find a group from boys. I see these boys come from these guys, you know, they were religious, uh, you have a feeling, you want to pray Minche, come to pray Minche. Yeah, of course, of course, man, you see me, television, yeah. Become a middle of world in middle this wall, next to the restaurant, and me praying Minha. Okay, I speak to them, I give them Chizuk, in, 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 in I, I, I take maybe 10, 15 minutes spent. What is your name? I, feel you. I go in my car. It's a true story from this week. My car, my driver is running, and he says to me that this guy is, is after my car. Till Tel Aviv, they going after me. Till Tel Aviv, And when you stop in the in the what you call in the uh, no Ramzol, you know Ramzol. When you, when you stop in the traffic light, they come next to you, and I sit you next to the. And they and they look in the meal, they make me, and I kiss them, and they kiss me, and then go after me, after me till Tel Aviv, till Tel Aviv. I come to Tel Aviv, I need to be. They say, we want to come to you, we need to speak to you, we need it. This is the feeling, the broken inside. If you see a boy like them, speak to them, invite them for Shabbat. Don't give a musa right away. Why are you don't learning the Shiva? Why are you doing this? You may, No, you're good, you're the best. Can I can I help you? Can, can I have the honor that you come to me? to visit me, can I be connected? You will see what happens.
0: You know, in Eretz it's no secret that there's a tremendous divide between the religious community and the non-religious community. And many people view you as a very unique personality because you somehow bridge the gap. People look at you as a unifier. What could we do to bridge the gap? We know that you have this language that people understand, this universal language of Ahava, real ahava Yisrael. What can we do when we see that the Chilonim really have a tremendous hatred for the Haredi community and what does the Rav answer when the non-religious community attacks the Haredi community with all types of accusations about not going to the army, about other issues, what's the answer to this tremendous conundrum
1: it's very, very hard. I put in many, many hours to work in this issue. And this is the reason that many times I go off the television. My reason is I want that the people to see a religious man like me with the building payers to work. I give you an example. Right now, we have a program. This program is 17 years before Passover and before Rosh Hashanah, that's called Savia. What means Hak Savia? You make packages in the centers to pull people all over Israel. In the next year, last year, we have 20,000 packages. And today, is the more, who make the packages today? Because corona, usually, we make the packages in, in a place that people coming. But Corona, you have not they don't give you permission to come together. You brought the food, but who will make is the packages. The army. The army, they have a base in the army. I can send you pictures and movies that you see every day, 100, 150 army, they making the packages. And the people that I received to volunteer brought the packages to their homes. And this was yesterday in television, in the papers, next year will be my whole reason is to show that the religious man is is, is doing also but of course they are big questions. Let's say in the corona. Corona, they ask why you don't go to the mask. I have not the answer. What is the problem to go in the mask? What is the problem? I don't know answer some sometime I have not the answer. Okay, the how I, I, I give him an example. The army, I say, you see, in my schools, if I see a boy that he can be a big Talmud in and learning, okay, learning. Boys don't learn, he's going to the army. You can't have I work with the army, I don't know if you know the story from the 70 paratroops in the second Lebanon war. But the, you ask a big question, and the mm-hmm. big problem, especially the last, the right now is the election. The whole election is around this issue. Lieberman. Lieberman, day and night, let's kill the Haredim. Let's put in the Haredim in in, in in the in the in the in the in the garbage. And then the same thing. The left guys, a big problem. I try what I can, but it's not so easy. So right now, is a big problem.
0: I guess it is an issue that uh, goes beyond the purview of this interview. Like you said, it's a very very. It's it it comes down. It's an existential issue that comes down to the identity of the country, and uh, you know I, I don't know if the Rav has any advice for what we could do. I guess we could all try when we go to Eretz Israel to be makadoshem shemayim, to be the dechilayim, to be nice, to be menshlich.
1: Right, hundred percent. This is the way. Show show dogma ishit. I will give you an example of what I do one time many years ago was a strike from the doctors in Israel, because they don't receive enough money Mm -hmm. in the making a hunger strike, hunger, not strike, hunger. The old doctors, they say they will, don't eat and don't drink. It became a big issue in Israel, in the Rabbanut Rashid, the the, the Israel uh, Rabbanut, you know, from Israel, they, they give a letter that you can do this, it's also the old Rabbonin, the doctors can do this to the fast because pikuach nefesh. I know that they have, a, they have a convention. In this middle strike, they come together in one place, in Rambam Hospital in Haifa. I go to them, nobody invited me. I come in middle. I say, I want to speak to you, please. You doctors, we need you because nefesh. But we understand your problem. We understand that you're making this strike because to explain the old people, you problem that you don't receive some money. I, I have idea for you. I will come with rabbis. The rabbis will make a hunger strike, and you will walk. Because if the rabbis, if the rabbis will make a hunger strike, not not some it will not will not be pikuach nefesh, but the youth first fasting is a pikuach nefesh. The hand, they make a vote, and mostly vote, no, they don't, they speak. I, I hear that Shabbat, this Shabbat immediately, in, in the strike, they come together in the hospital of Fula. All the old doctors with the families. I tell, I say my wife, I go to be Shabbat with the doctors. I come Friday, Friday afternoon with a Shtrayimu and I brought boxes from Mitzan uh, Avim, uh, what you call uh, uh, grape juice and they see me coming. What? I come to be with you Shabbat. You strike, I also want to be there. And I started Kabbalah Shabbos, not to believe Then we make Kiddish. Shalom Aleichem, in little by little like, Shabbos night, after Shabbat, the headline in television, Rabbi Grossman from Igdala Emech strike together with the doctor, Shabbat. I received a telephone call from very big rabbi from Dasa Hospital in Jerusalem. Rabbi Grossman, I come that you're doing something like this, against... I say, please Rabbi, in two days the strike will be finished. If you want to hear my advice, go right away to the doctor, show him that you care for him. Then later, if you need the help, they will say, when i have in a problem, you look for me. When you're in problem, I will help you. Since then, till today, I can take a telephone and call the biggest professor in the middle of the night to stay up to help me, because he never forget that I, when he has a problem, I come to him and I say, they never, everybody forget. You need to use every time to make a Kiddush Hashem.
0: That's a tremendous, tremendous lesson to, to be there for, for others so that later on, if there's a circumstance where we need them, they'll always remember, exactly. which is a tremendous lesson. Now exactly. one of your, one of the opportunities that you had to make a big hashpah in America was, and it's uh, mentioned very prominently in the book, was when you spoke at Madison Square Garden. Tell our viewers a little about why uh, a rov from Eretz Yisrael ended up in Madison Square Garden. What, what, was, what was the, what surrounded that event and why you did what you did at the halftime by leading everyone in, in the recital of Shema Yisrael? I will
1: tell you, I, uh, years ago was a game between Israel and Russia. They called this the game that the Roshier game uh, from, from sport is Chechko I think, something like this. It was a big issue in Israel. In Israel wind, it's liach The game with one, with one point. Then the old Israel is dancing Yeshalokim. Yes, Shalokim, Zegat. God. I sit in my home, I never know if in a game, I have not a television, I have not that. Ra- in the guys that I used to be, the rabbi, like this rabbi, they knock in the door, rabbi, rabbi, I open up the door, they take me and dancing, yes, Shalokim, yes, Shalokim. I think Mashiach is coming. What I, I find out that Israel game success. Who was the man that win the game? His name is one from the players from Maccabi Tel Aviv, very famous town. I decided, after this happened, if they so excited with this man, I will make a big party for the old guys in Israel, the, the youngsters, and tell them that this player, what he wins Israel uh, the game with Russia, he will come, he will be my guest. Till then I became very close to him. He was the head from, from Maccabi Tel Aviv. One time I come to him, you know this, and I say, I have idea. In America, you have so much Israelis, never connected. You know, they lost Yiddishkeit more from the under, you know, they don't come to the synagogue, mostly from them. The, the, any connection with the Keiles in any place. Let's make a big game between Maccabi Tel Aviv and New York Knicks. Never be a game. I tell him my idea do this and you will see. He works very hard, connected, and we make the game. In the office, Migdalor in America, they send the ticket. And we buy, sell the tickets, and then 20,000 people, mostly Israelis, was there. In the middle, the middle of the game, they have a break time, middle of the game, F, F time. They say, yeah, they say to the old people, sit, don't move, I have a surprise. And the car, I come in, in the middle of the game, with a microphone, and say, guys, you Jewish people, remember, let's sing together. Shema Yisrael Hashem Eloi Keinu. Odda chai. You can't idea what happened. 20,000 people in in Square, got, they're dancing the whole place. You know, the pla- the players from New York Knicks, they're thinking I'm a Mashiach. They can't believe what happened. Later, I invited the players from... America to make We make a big game here, together with the old youngsters in the old Galilee. I, this is the same thing. I use the time in the the idea to brought people. Usually, if you come to Israelis, let's come to the square garden for a droshe. <laughs> and, a droshe, no? Let's come for a game, they will come. Use the time, I say it sometime that, Yaakov Avinu take the blessings with the clothing from Esau outside is looking Esau and inside is Yaakov with the blessing I sometime I need to put in clothing from Esau to take the blessing from Yaakov
0: now in the book there are many amazing encounters that the Rav had with Gedali Israel, but there's one interesting story that I personally found fascinating and that was a comment that Reb Chaim Kreiswirth, the great going, made to you. If you could talk about that for a second.
1: Reb Chaim, who can explain Reb Chaim his heart, his feeling for Emissoin. In when in, in he, when he comes to Migdala Amik, and he sees what happened, he cried. He can't believe. And later, after them, one day I was in Jerusalem. It was a big, a big Asife from Gdoyle Israel in Yerushalayim. All the rabbis, I don't remember something what happened there. And I, I, I stay very far between the regular people. I don't have the stage because only the old big rebels Rabonim, I stay inside, the side. I was a younger man, Klo. And I see Rav Kazbierd goes down, left the old stage. Go, go, everybody looks and he comes to me and they say to me, I want from you something. He take me outside and say, I want that you will give me a bracha, somebody in my family is sick. I want, I want that you give me a blessing. I say, what? You don't go in the door. I I've been? been a man. I've been nothing. I, I, what, what, what? you laughing at me? I say, in Yiddish, in Yiddish, in Yiddish, for me, you make letzonos in Yiddish. You make for me, you're making laughing at me. I will give you a brother. He says, nicht, a sprach. The Gemara says, The Gemara says, if you take kids from the garbage and you bring them back to Yiddishkeit, God says, "You you you pay. Your mind is like my mind." He says to me, "You true, you right. I've been a bigger guy from you, but I don't walk with these kids and boys. I don't go to the to these places. You going, in your power. God says that you mine. You pay is like a pay from God. I want a blessing from you."
0: I want to end by, first of all, giving credit where credit is due, to Rabbi Nachman Seltzer, one of the world-class writers of the From world, who did a magnificent job putting your life story into this book. But I want to ask two questions regarding the book. Number one, why at this point in your life, did you feel comfortable enough having your story written as a biography? As you know, many people wait, a biography is written. It's usually not written during the lifetime of a person, that's number one. And number two, this is the first biography ever written about you, and it's being written in English, not in Hebrew. So number one, why right now do you feel comfortable having a biography written? And why in English as opposed to Hebrew?
1: I tell you the truth. My life, I, li- li- I live mitemune, but believe that everything is mine. And I see miracles. Uh, to say, I see report protis, I say to Nachman, Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman Zeltzer, the next book I want to have for Ashgore Protis. I can make a book, I see God every moment. Why I tell you, I receive a telephone call from somebody, the name is Israel Katzover. He's a writer and a media for many, many years. He has an old story with me in America, old story. He called me, he says that somebody, the name is Rabbi Nachman Zeltzer, and this Rabbi Nachman Zeltzer make a book of him of Israel uh, uh, the, in Katzevel, And he says, I, I tell him that it will be very good to make a story from Rabbi Grossman. And they make the Shidduch. I don't know Nachman Zelzer, I don't know anything by he call me. And say, I've been from Artskruh, and I want to, to explain stories about you. I see in the Mashgoche Protis, I don't ask questions, you want, okay, he used to call me every night, you know, all day I've been very busy. Every night he has spent hours telling me another story, telling me another story. And this is the back come, come, I have not any plans. If Hashem make it to happen, let's go.
0: Rav Grossman, thank you for giving us of your precious time to recount some of the history of your really amazing, inspiring and legendary life can I know her, over the last 50 years, you've transformed the lives of tens of thousands of people. Klal Yisrael gives you a bracha, that the next 50 years should be just as productive. You should continue to inspire all of us to become closer to Avinu Shabbat Shamayim. You should have good health, nachas, and gesund for many, many more years.
1: Amen. My blessing to everybody. Te'evachach, kosher, mesameach. In let's pray to God that we will have the Geule. I want to tell you something that's not connected with the, with, the, with the book. What happened today? When I was a kid, in, my father was very early, very famous, in the Kalinal Chassidus, if somebody will come, uh, uh, let's say, an uh, important man, a to the synagogue, the covid was. They was sent them next to my father. I remember I was a little boy. and somebody, they sent them next to my father. I don't remember who is the man. He need tell my father a story. He tell my father a story that will come at before Moshiach will come. Will be a big, let's say, a fight. Between America and Russia, in, in, in China will be involved. This I hear when I was a child, let's say seven. Till then, I, I, everything, when happens something between America and Russia in China, I've been interested to know because this says that he hears from a rabbi, very holy man, that this will be the sign before Moshiach will come very close. Today, I hear in the news in Israel that uh, Biden, the president from America, Biden, says that Putin is is a killer. And Putin became very, very have uh, you say, in Israel. In, in the Middle East, also China. I see what happened, that this man tell his story when I've been a child, is come to come true. The is closed. What we need to do, use the time. Right now, Everybody to remember that the Geule will be. And if you will Mecarev in some abortion, this is the best ticket, the first ticket to come in to receive Moshiach Tzitkenu, when you give your life, you give your time, and you walk to mekarev the Yiddish Kinder, the Eden, la'avinu
0: <laughs> amen amen thank you so much hakoshiv <laughs> 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 thank you